the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight uh, i'm doing all right I'm, I'm, we're feeling the uh, the depths of the offseason here dog days here in the uh, second week of, week of august flyers fans were going insane for mitch Koff in khl preseason games against like under 23 teams but whatever hockey we can get we'll take because there's not much right now no, uh, KHL drives pretty quick though, eh, Talon? Uh, Hell yeah! Hell so, uh, yeah! Well, <laughs> some um, Russian hockey, at least. Um, obviously, the more important competition than whatever else is going on in that part of the world. Um, but <laughs> as for myself, I am lamenting the shitty tournament that is the fucking Women's World Cup. Oh man, what a fucking oh. money sink that is! And absolute, it's trash. It's trash. I'm never betting this shit again. Um, Basically, the Americans, they just, they were the better team, like, every game, but they, they didn't play like it uh, in terms of finishing. They, they were good defensively and all that, but they couldn't get the fucking ball in the net, which is the point of soccer. Boo and, uh, fucking who? Boo fucking who? Oh, oh yeah, America yeah. didn't do good at something? Oh, too bad. Yeah, I had a decent chunk of change on the Americans, and unfortunately that fell flat in the fucking round of 16, which is a first for the Americans. I think... They made it to the semis every other World Cup. I think I think that's what I heard, but they couldn't even get it done through this round of 16 against Sweden. Took a penalty shootout, which is the one redeeming moment was uh, Megan Rapino. Fuck that bitch. Uh, missed the penalty. It was way in the middle of nowhere. It was like ballooned it way up to Rosie. So that was uh, the, the one good thing about the tournament. Just her is, last kick as a as a member of the American national team. Is, is uh, she just, the one that looks like What do you She's say? laughing like, after She's laughing after it, just oh, just wow. smiling away. Like you never see this shit in um in soccer. But she's just laughing, like what the fuck? Like you just like, bailed on your team, and she's laughing because you missed a penalty. I don't I don't I don't understand that at all. That's something I've never seen in soccer or in virtually every other sport I've watched. Just laughing when you mess up such a crucial thing, you you should be crying. You should be wailing tears and just cutting yourself, not fucking laughing <laughs> away. Like, what the hell's is, going on? But that, that's she, just her. Is she? I'm sorry. Is she the same chick that was like celebrating like a like an eighth goal when it was like eight two or against like Nicaragua? Probably. That, that's stupid, all like, a bunch of years ago. All this Americans do that. Dude, shit. She, I, I I don't want to get canceled here, but she look, just looks like a fucking mean ass lesbian. You know, so I don't care. She looks so oh. bitchy. Like fuck that bitch. I hope that she does not have good things happen. Exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> you're you're not wrong at all. Uh, and she lives in Seattle too to make matters worse. So. Uh, that 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 fits her, um, but yeah. So that sucks. And Germany, well, they all they didn't make the fucking in the playoffs or the uh, the knockout round. So that sucked too. So I I bet some Spain before the Americans went out. So that's the that's I guess the other good thing 
plus 450 so hopefully they they get it done but i'm not wasting another fucking dollar on it hopefully they just get it done and get my ass out of jail but other than that just uh yeah i'm glad that shit doesn't happen another four years and in the meantime i'll probably forget the misery of this one and then i'll just end up betting it again and yeah so thank god it's it's uh halfway done at least <laughs> dude i'm not a soccer guy but there's nothing there's nothing in this world that gets me going more than watching the fucking United States of America just lose that shit. So I'm fired up to hear. I wish I watched it. To be honest with you, I would have been happy as fucking shit <laughs> just watching this shit go down. I, I wish I had watched it. Let's go Sweden. Let's go Sweden, baby. I appreciate everybody in Sweden. You guys are killing it. Everyone from like, what do I know is from Sweden? A bunch of hockey players uh, refused. Mashuga. It's a couple good bands from Sweden. Hell yeah. All you Swedish people. Keep doing Gret- you guys. Greta Thunberg. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of her, but I guess maybe she probably does good. I don't know. I haven't really been following all that shit. But anyway, it's always good to see the States just taking a big old deuce over their face. Ryan, what do you think about that? What do you think about the States just absolutely shitting all over their own chest and then just crying into the poop that's all over their chest? What do you think about that? It was absolutely awful, and a, a good metaphor for the recent uh, turmoil in this country over the past several years. Okay, well, you know what? If it means anything, I I think you guys suck too. So I'm glad we're all on the same page. Uh, I guess we should have seen it coming though, because they were fucking celebrating after tying Portugal nil nil, and mm-hmm. it's just just to qualify for the thing. So we should have known what was in the cards and just uh, faded them. But I did not do that, and it paid the price. But yeah, like I don't know how you can be cheering and celebrating, not even beating shitty ass Portugal. So, but yeah, that that just shows how. Uh, backwards that team was hey i will say i got everybody honestly everybody in portugal is really nice you know so they're like the opposite american so i got a lot of respect for people in portugal everybody there is really great they're really nice the food's fantastic so shout out portugal good tie for them sorry that america's cheering for tying you but you know shout out portugal i, I absolutely appreciate it. all you guys you guys are fucking sick uh especially fucking we had this one uh we had this one driver when we were down there he's a fucking boss he was he was an uber driver but he was nice as shit so whatever that guy's name is i don't fucking remember we're coming from the casino but he's an absolute beauty uh anyways for myself well i gotta say boys it's a dark day in time it's a dark day for humanity it's a dark day for all of canada dare i say definitely a dark day for toronto because you know what when you have a team that's undefeated a team that's undefeated at any sport you know what? You, you know what can't last forever. Chances are you're not going to go undefeated uh, the entire season. But you know what? You feel good. You feel great. You wake up in the morning and you're like, you know what? This is a beautiful day. But to lose to a fucking city like Calgary, that's just the biggest kick in the pills. I would like to – the Argos lost. They lost to the St. Peter's. I think it was like, what, like 21-7 to final or something stupid like that. Kind of a shit game all around. I, although Calgary's defense was good. I would like to say – I would like to formally apologize to the city of Calgary. Last time we were recording a show, I gave them a little bit of shit when this game was happening. You won. You did it. You beat us. You earned it. We played like shit. You kicked our ass. We got it. Okay? So I talked a lot of shit. Sometimes you got to chew on it a little bit. Sometimes you got to backtrack your words a bit. You know, like I I like to think I'm, you know, a man of my word and stuff. So I, I would like to apologize to the people of Calgary. I would like to apologize to the heart. To the Hart family, I was pretty hard on uh, pretty hard on Owen Hart and Brett Hart, so I'd like to apologize to them, to the Calgary Flames, to the Calgary Stampeders, to Calgary as a whole. I would just like to say I'm sorry. You guys won. You earned it. And you know what, Argos? We'll get them next time, boys. Come on. Seven and one still a pretty good record. So let's come out swinging this week. Let's fucking gather down and let's keep that shit going, okay? But you know what? I had to chew on that one a little bit, so I'd just like to formally say I'm sorry, you know? 
seems like that's a running theme here is Talon apologizing to to Calgary for for one reason or another. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, yeah, you got me on that one. I've been burned a couple times, okay? I'm just saying. I'm not saying, I'm only saying, but... Last uh, year was a good year to fade Calgary in terms of the Flames, anyway. Hell yeah. 100% yeah. it was, and I got a feeling this year it will be too, but we'll have to see. We'll get into that in another show. Uh, all right, time to stuff going on in the world of sports. What do we got? We got NFL preseason's fucking, it's pretty much preseason season. What do we got? We got a couple games on Thursday, I think on Friday too, so that's fucking sick. That'll be cool to watch, even though it's, you know, it's preseason, so you're not seeing a lot of starters, but you're still, it's football, yo. We get to watch some fucking almost NFL football. That's good enough for me. Uh, what else we got going on? We got fucking, I don't know if soccer's still doing this thing. I'm sure there's tennis, baseball. Ryan, what's up in the world of baseball? I heard there's a bunch stuff going on there's a fight was there a fight oh there was a there was a fight between the uh, chicago white Sox and the cleveland guardians tim anderson who you know he's had quite the uh fall from grace he, he had a, had a did, uh, jose ramirez had a hard slide into second base uh just a uh head first slide tim anderson let, let let a tag on him a little bit too hard apparently he's had other problems with players throughout the league anderson squares up ramirez is like are we actually doing this and then Ramirez knocks out Anderson. He, he falls backwards. No teammates really come to his defense, which was kind of funny. So, yeah, that was probably the most uh, publicity baseball is going to get all season. All right. Hell, yeah. It was pretty – I saw some highlights. I was like – because normally when you see baseball, like little scuffles, you got fucking 40 guys running from each mm-hmm. side of the team, and everybody just stands there. Just and pushing you, and shoving, yeah. Yeah, you like got two strong, guys yeah. yelling at each other, and everybody else is just standing around doing nothing. There was there – was somebody – they were throwing right. bombs. Yeah, right? yeah, and, and and like the ump was trying, was like in there between them that he it was like a hockey ref. He just backed away and was like, nope, just go ahead. But I'm, I'm I'm not getting I'm not getting involved here. So what would you say like once every like five years that happens? Once oh, every three, the, years, ten years. The, the, the Batista one that everyone talks about, well, I think 2016. Yeah. Uh, Amir Garrett tried to take on like the whole Pittsburgh or one of the like the whole dugouts like one time. So once every probably three to five years you get like an actual punch thrown which which is not nearly enough all right okay more okay. more than more than basketball though basketball is just a bunch that's of, very just true soft tough tough, tough guys i'll well, get these all baseball players fucking roided out they'll be throwing bombs against their fucking day job bro they're just roid rage they'll be going chris benoit on each other let's fucking get it uh what else we got going on you said basketball I, i'm sure there's stuff going on in basketball so if you're a fan of that there's stuff going on f1 nascar golf we got fucking st jude st jude's coming up this weekend you know there's a couple of big names in this tournament i haven't bet anything i don't know julie has either maybe we'll get into that maybe we'll save it for another show but still Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Be sure to uh, go check that out. Read the articles, baby. Uh, a lot of love goes into those articles, man. People put a lot of effort in, so be sure to check that out. Make sure you listen to the other shows. Like we said, we have even college football. We've got to talk about college football is coming up in like fucking what, like less than three weeks for Christ's sakes. And so there's tons of podcasts going on with that, you know. So you can find everything podcast, college football, hockey, like we're doing fucking baseball. You can check out baseball money's fake with Ryan and Blake. You can find all that at the SGPN website. Uh, everybody does such a kick-ass job, so be sure to go check those out. Uh, and of course, share to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been doing its thing everybody's having a good time in there you know we're, we're, we're talking we're doing our stuff we you know there was a there's a football draft the other day uh you guys can all go fuck yourselves but uh so tons of stuff going out of the discord everyone's having a good time and i'm totally glad to hear so uh shout out to all my friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you can get in by reaching out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll be sure to put you in the right direction uh or you can reach out to the hdp twitter account we'll be sure to get you going through there 
Uh, or you can reach out to Jolie, man. You know, this guy, he won't be betting on soccer, but you know he'll still be watching it. So you can kick a soccer ball over to BC, and I'm sure he'll be able to track it down. He'll fucking write down how to get on it to you and fly it back over to you because Buddy's probably got a boot that hammers balls fucking farther than who's a soccer than fucking Ronaldo. There you go, Jolie. How do you like that one? Yeah, that's uh, 11 out of 10. I like it. Uh, anytime you get compared to Ronaldo, you're doing well. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, one more thing. Uh, you got the uh, the men in your backyard, <laughs> so to speak. You got the men of tennis, ATP Toronto. Uh, they're they're playing in Toronto. You ever heard? You ever seen any uh, ads you going know, around for that? You know what, dude? They do it. I think. Do they do it at York University? I don't know. I didn't. I should have looked. I think there I used to be no a big idea. tennis. I just, I, I just know I what's go going on in Toronto. Fuck, okay. dude. I saw I saw a highlight. Milo Sharonic was just killing it. Yeah, there you go. Um, right? Yeah, it's it's a, they got all the big boys here except for Djokovic, but pretty much everyone else is, is playing this tournament, so it'll be fun to watch. I haven't played anything yet, but uh, you know this is this is one of the big ones leading up to the U.S. Open, so I'll be keenly following it. And uh, yeah, I, I'd love to see some of these matches in this game to Vancouver, but we just got the shitty um, Laver Cup in September, uh, which is like the the tennis version of the Ryder Cup, but not nearly as prestigious. I've been debating going to that, but it's like uh, 150 bucks a ticket. That's kind of kind of like uh, a little too expensive to see Casper Rude and yeah, for one point, yeah, you could oh. yeah you could stay. I don't I don't know if that covers like the lunch and the evening matches, but I don't know. But it's too much money either way. It's it's uh, it's, it's not a very serious tournament. Unlike this one, which which should be uh, uh, interesting to follow. Like I said. So I was thinking about the college football and how there are always conferences realignment, realigning and whatnot. And I, and I could be way off base here, but I think college football should just have relegation. There's already like co- mm. tiers of conferences. Joel, what are your thoughts? Absolutely. Yes. You uh, love it. Okay. Yes, uh, that would be ideal. But unfortunately, the big teams, the big schools, programs won't go down for that because they're, they they suffer the most if, if they are relegated. Right? So if they have like a terrible season, like – almost never going to happen but if it does happen then they're then they're fucked they lose out on a bunch of money and all that so it there's just way too many loopholes you got to go through financially and all that so unfortunately it'll never happen but yes in an ideal world relegation would be a massively um positive aspect of the sport because really it it matches up so well with european football the way that, that it worked between like the power five the g5 fbs and fcs even um that would work that would work beautifully, but uh, it's a uh, it's a fallen world, like I said. So it's it's not going to happen. Yeah, there just needs to be like a a minor a minor league. That's pretty much what the big schools are. They're like a a, a minor league football team that also happens to have a university. Just just they have the NIL contracts and all that. So just 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 go all in with that. Yeah. All right. Um, now, uh, just, just wait, wait, wait. Just out of curiosity, before we get going here, if you were to do, if you were to pick one of the major four sports in North America, you know, hockey. Football, baseball, basketball, one of them to have relegation. What sport do you think would it would be suited best? Baseball. I was thinking baseball too. <laughs> That's because you guys hate baseball. No, but you think well, it's like, major league, minor league. It's already set up. Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. Honestly, I think it should be the, the, the NFL. I think that's probably the closest to the, so what, the XFL? Just the have, NFL? Just <laughs> instead of having the AFC and Let's NFC. See the Toronto Argonauts go against the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I feel like it's closest. How many games do you play in the Premier League? I feel like there's, a, there's like a you play like weekly, which is similar, which is the NFL. 38. So how many? Thirty-eight, but it, it takes course over August to May. Yeah, so it's like it's like two NFL seasons, pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I would say I would say that, or just basketball and like get the star players and football. One who are the other teams? Like like XFL and. Oh well, no! Yeah, you just you just you just get the thirty-two you have now, and you split them into two, or three. You add a few, whatever no, you want to do. I feel like baseball would be the I feel like baseball would be the ideal candidate because like baseball. What, do you, do you, don't you have teams yeah. that suck for like fucking like ten years at a time? Like. Yeah, but there's there's too many games for that, and there's like the minor league. There's already too much in the minor league system and affiliates and whatnot. I don't know. It, it's. I also think American American sports should care about the regular season more, but they don't. Well, that's yeah. true. That's but one that's thing what about I'm... Premier League. Yeah, it's like okay, we were the best team in the regular season that we won whatever it's called. I just don't understand. You want to split the NFL in half, send half of them to like this minor league? What do you want to do with baseball? Just like I one thought that there's a major league and a minor league. Well, the minor leagues like, uh, are affiliated with the major league team, though. Yeah, okay. well, what do they? What do they got? They got like triple A, double A, single A, quadruple. They got Florida Complex League. They got a yes. bunch of shit like that. Like, why can't you just take like everybody from like the best of like triple A or whatever and then make it into like a second oh, yeah. tier league and then just <laughs> have one. that? You know, basketball then with the G League. That's huh? They're not basketball. affiliated with with uh, other teams, I don't think. Some of what, them is are. That, is that in Europe? Some is of G them are. Oh, shit. Oh, G League's in America. They're there's shitty, a... but uh, you know, if if <laughs> there's like a, if you if you uh, promote like the top two G League teams and then rather keep the bottom two NBA teams, <laughs> they'll get some more talent. They'll get money, invest in the system, so they could buy more players. That's how the Premier League works. Like when championship teams come up. Um, they're shit, but they get money from mm -hmm. the Premier League, the the big uh, TV money. So then they they can buy some players. Yeah, so maybe the G League teams can be competitive, and hopefully stay up for a season and build from there. So what that that's the, the way it should work. What but. what does the G stand for in the G League? No fucking clue. G I think like it was just like Gatorade because they, they like sponsored it. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way, bro. Is it fucking like Gap? the NBA G Gap League? And the G <laughs> the is Gap. the the G is literally the Gatorade symbol. Is it actually? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's even worse than the uh, the Barclays Premier League. Oh, now it's uh, it was formerly the D League. I'm not sure why it's the G League now. Yeah, because it's part it, uh... it partnered with Gatorade and would be rebranded as the NBA Gatorade League. There you go. What if what if Powerade jumps in on this? Would they rename it the P League? <laughs> the P League. On that on, on that note. Check out the Sports Gamer Podcast Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. Even a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. SportsGamerPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamerPodcast.com slash Patreon. Uh, I I gotta say I think Kirkland jumping out. It could be the National Kirkland Basketball League brought to you sponsored by Costco. I think that should be what it fucking is. All right, it's a missed missed marketing opportunity for the fine folks at Costco Foods. Let's go buy your basketball in bulk, baby. Um, hey, no free right. ads, buddy. What the hell are you talking about? I like Costco. Do you not like? Do they got Costco in BC? Right, that shit's everywhere. No. Yeah, I know, but that would, that just seemed like a, like an ad. But Joel's not a Costco guy. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll bill him. We'll I don't have a fucking seven-person family, so no, I'm not a, I'm not a customer. <laughs> I, like, I eat the hot dogs. They're, they're cheap Yo, as fuck. I get yeah. hot dogs. Do you guys have but, BJ's uh, up there? So far, so far as shopping at Costco, no, I don't usually buy Wait, in bulk. So. Do we have what did you just ask, Ryan? BJ's. Yeah, what? BJ's what? I, 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 I heard. It's like Costco. I've had one or two. <laughs> you had a few? <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple. Yeah. 
what is it? It's head or miss. They're like Costco's. There's Sam's Club. There's BJ's Wholesale Club. There's Costco. I think that's the that's the main three. What's the one with the little golfer? Never heard of it. The hat? What's the one with the little golfer with the hat? It's like a convenience store, so like a gas station or something. What? It's like <laughs> someone in the states. I don't know. put the picture in the Discord. It's like some little golfer or something. Put it in the Discord. Well, someone, someone will figure it out. I'm sure uh, BBC will be in there talking to himself. Yo, I can't go into the Discord because I just get yelled at now. So fuck that. I'm out of the Discord. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, you posted out on our fantasy dress, so you earned well, it. Well, I'll tell you why. Anybody that does a fucking oh, the, the two and fan- a half week, anybody does a two and a half week long dr- fantasy draft is a fucking loser. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what the difference is between a slow draft and a fast draft. I'll you tell just you have what, no I'll timer tell you, on your okay, pick. This the is adrenaline. Yeah, this is this is the subjective. Adrenaline. Of course, it's subjective. But to me, when it comes to fantasy sports, drafting is like thirty percent of the fucking fun of the entire thing. And so to have it in there, everybody's got their fucking shit going. You got a laptop set up and shit. You're ready to rock and roll. Fucking two laptops, one for stats, one for picks. You're ready to go. To me, that's what dra- that's what fantasy sports is all about. And you know what? Everybody's not on the same. Everybody doesn't have the same thing. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But personally, to me, I enjoy the fucking the live the live quick drafts. You know, you're you're on the clock, baby. You got to make your fucking picks. Someone took your pick. You should have shit in your queue lined up. Okay, somebody takes this. This is what I'm going for. You know, that's it's strategy. That's what I enjoyed. That's just me personally. It's subjective. So everybody likes their own shit. I understand that. I respect that. But for me, no slow drafts. Never, baby. Well, I'm a bit slow myself, so <laughs> that's why I need a slow draft to uh, think all, properly all your drafts are slow drafts. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so that's idiot. fair. This is neither here nor there, though. All right, let's get into the hockey talk here, okay? What do we got? We have a fucking, I don't want to say blockbuster, but we have a trade that everybody was waiting for. I'd say it was a blockbuster. Yeah, it's a blockbuster. (sighs) It's more of a movie gallery. Maybe a Hollywood video, perhaps. (laughs) 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 All right, we we finally have an Eric Carlson trade. We've been waiting years for this, uh, obviously since before the season ended, but there's been talks about this happening forever. Finally, we've had it suited. The official trade, San Jose Sharks trade fucking Eric Carlson to the Pittsburgh Penguins. There was a third team involved. It was none other than Le Habitant de Montreal, the Montreal Canadiens. They were the third team in on the mix. Uh, a little bit of a quick breakdown here. Pittsburgh Penguins acquired, or acquired Eric Carlson at $10 million uh, cap hit, so San Jose retained $1.5 million for the remaining four years of his contract. Uh, they also they got Pitlick, they got Hamiluk, uh, and uh, San Jose's third round pick in 2026. San Jose acquired Pittsburgh's first round pick in 2024. It is top 10 protected. Uh, Mikhail Granlund, Jan Ruta, and Mike Hoffman. Uh, obviously, Hoffman coming from Montreal. Uh, Montreal acquired Pittsburgh's second in 2025. Uh, they reacquired uh, Jeff Petrie. Uh, who has two years left on his deal. I think there's a retention at that, about 25%. So he's only being paid $4.6 million for the next two years. They got Casey DeSmith, who was signed for $1.8 million, I believe. And then I don't know who the fuck Ligari is, so whoever the hell that is. Uh, so, yes, like I said, San Jose ate $1.5 million of Eric Carlson's contract. Uh, Pittsburgh retained $1.56 of the Jeff Petrie contract. Uh, which ended up working out to be 25%. Boys, what are your thoughts on this deal here? I hope that made sense when I was when I was trying to run it through. Yeah, I think this was a, a fantastic trade by the Sharks. And everyone, when, when this first one was down, was like, oh, how are you only getting that for, for Carlson? But remember, when Carlson rumors first started, it was like, oh, how are you going to have to retain half of it? They're going to pay to get rid of it. But no, they got, they got a top 10 pick from, or a first round pick from Pittsburgh. It's top 10 protected. It'd probably be a, a pick in the teens, possibly the low teens, if the Penguins just missed the playoffs. 
They get rid of Carlson's contract, all but $1.5 million. They bring back Granlund, who is a horrible contract for Pittsburgh, who Ron Hextall traded for. So good uh, good work on Dubis there to get rid of Granlund. Uh, Petrie goes up back to Montreal there from Pittsburgh as well. And, you know, looking at, looking at the Sharks, uh, let's, let's start with their lines for next season and, and defensive pairings. They do not look very good. The Sharks are going to be bad next, next season. But looking at their cap-friendly page, it looks much cleaner now. I mean, you have the Vlasic contract through uh, 2026 at $7 million. That'll probably be LTR at some point. You have Hurdle till 2030. You have Couture till 27. He's already 34. But after that, they have no one besides uh, through uh, 2026. So they're going to, you know what, next two or three years suck. They now have two first-round picks next year, two second-round picks next year. I imagine they'll be able to make some more trades with some of their uh, pending free agents. They got Mike Hoffman back as well. They signed Duclair, I forgot about, in the offseason. Kevin LeBanc, they could probably trade for a pick or two. So, yeah, Sharks are, are doing well here to reset, and the Penguins are just going completely all in with the, with this whole last dance thing. I don't know if this even makes them a playoff team. They definitely wouldn't be a shoe-in, but it does make them more competitive. Uh, yeah, the, the Sharks probably did well, given the, the hand that they've been dealt by the previous GM, signing that uh, Carlson contract to what it is. So they had to wear that anchor and they got rid of it so that's why you only uh received that that little that 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 small of an amount for the norris trophy winner like this this might set a record for a norris trophy winner um in terms of uh, what you get back in return in a deal not that most teams trade their norris trophy winner the year after he wins the norris there's probably uh you could count that on one hand i imagine um but they did and for good reason because they're they're tanking and um yeah given given the the contract and whatever that's why you only got the first and uh a few older guys in return um so yeah the, the the sharks are finally doing the right thing they've been clinging on to i don't know trying to be competitive for the longest time but now they're, they're finally tanking uh they don't have a great prospect pipeline but uh another first will definitely help especially with pittsburgh who i do not believe will still make the playoffs well they'll, they'll be they'll be in the fight but it'll be close, I think. Uh, I don't know what I haven't projected at, but it, it's around there in the border border realm. So let's say a 50-50 chance. Um, but uh, yeah, they won't be they won't be bottom ten either. So the, the the protection shouldn't matter unless they have massive injuries. So that's that for Pittsburgh though. I love I, I love it for Pittsburgh because what else are they gonna do? Carl's or uh, Crosby and Latang and Malkin aren't going anywhere, so of course they got to go all in for the the remainder of their contracts. Um, especially Crosby, you know, Malkin is is definitely he's he's no he's he's definitely not the player he once was. Uh, meanwhile, Crosby is still playing at an elite level, uh, but uh, this team will be absolutely an over team. Like even last year, they were they were their totals were always set at six and a half. Uh, one of the more exciting teams to watch, but adding Carlson to the mix now. And another year of Jari. Um, there's going to be a lot of goals in Pittsburgh games. So I'm looking forward to those <laughs> overs, especially early in the season before they move to uh, sevens. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, a little little nugget for you guys. Um, other than that, they you could say they got older because Carlson, what, is he 33 now or something like that? But they, they also got rid of Granlin, that terrible contract that uh, Ryan's best friend, Ron Hickstall, <laughs> signed for them. Um, Jan Ruda, old. Mike Hoffman, well, he's from the Canadians, but uh, what else did they give up? There was Granlund, Ruda, and uh, Malta Smith, and Petrie, of course. Um, 
So yeah, good good job for the Penguins. I like that. They got to go all in. I mean, they have no other choice. They're not going to tank now. They're not rebuilding now. Um, while Crosby still got two years on a great deal, what, 8.7 million, of course. Easy to remember that number with his jersey. And for the Canadians, though, I think that they are the, the vultures of this deal. I think they, they picked off some nice pieces. They're going to be able to switch Petrie up for the for somebody at the deadline as long as he maintains some kind of uh, consistent play. Online. We, we thought that about Lindholm, and he, got, he was so bad nobody wanted him. So hopefully that doesn't happen for Petrie and the Canadians. Uh, Smith had some goaltending insurance there because that's, that's a bit of a weak spot for the Canadians. Montembeau and Allen aren't exactly the... You know, Montembeau, I, I think, got some potential, but Jake Allen's getting up there in years and, and has uh, a lot of uh, cold spots, too. So, to Smith there, maybe add some depth, maybe put him in the minus for a bit. I don't know what's going on with that. And I, like Allen, I don't know who the fuck Ligari is, so I didn't do my research there. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone, bro. That is such <laughs> I, I queued him up I, in a couple I things. I think he used to be like a second, he was like a second round pick or something. I don't okay. know. Okay. And then, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they they got the retention from the Pens too, so that cancels out the retention that the Sharks gave the Pens for Carlson. So that's a nice bit of business for Montreal. I think that they came out ahead of this, but uh, really every team worked out. So this is, this is a proper trade. It worked for every team. They they got rid of pieces they didn't want, and uh, they got a couple of pieces in return. So that that's just how it looks at the moment. We'll see how it all plays out this season, but uh, I'll I'll give a B plus A minus for every team. I do want to note here, because I was also interested, uh, the Penguins' odds to make the playoffs are, you can get them at minus 205 at DraftKings, but you can also get them to miss the playoffs at plus 196 on FanDuel. So I like that at 2-1. to I I love that there. um, For myself here, man, I saw a lot of people throwing a bit of shrapnel towards San Jose here, saying, oh, this is all they got for Carlson and all this. But I think... You know, uh, yeah, they got the first-round pick. Sure, it's top-ten protected. Julie touched on it. Let's face it. Pittsburgh's probably not going to be in the bottom ten uh, in the league next year. You know, there's still there's too much talent on the team. And you look at the likes of, like, a Crosby, a Latang, a Melkin, now with the Carlson, you know. So, so these are guys for sure. So I think that's fine getting, getting the first-round pick. I think the biggest acquisition they got here was cap space, you know. And they they were able to move the four years of Errol Carlson without having to retain more than $1.5 million. There's fucking, in, a, in the cap-strapped world where we are right here, that's absolutely fucking huge considering the term that's left on the deal. The four years. Obviously, you saw that there's rumors, yeah, teams want them to eat 50% or 40%. Well, you know what? That's what? That's like $5 million, $5.5 million, $6 million, for Christ's sake. That's a lot of fucking money to just have in dead cap the next four years so joel ward made out like an absolute fucking king here getting a first round pick only chewing 1.5 million dollars uh getting my career what did i say joel weird joel weird joel ward joel weird joel ward the old the flyers player joel ward joel ward played for the caps i think he played for i think he played for the sharks I think he used to be a TSN analyst, too, or something. I don't fucking know. Anyways, Mike Greer, yes, that's what I meant to say. So he made out like a fucking, uh, like, it's a low-key, it's a great move by him. Uh, yes, you know, you look at a guy like Eric Carlson, you think, oh, a Norris player, 101 points last year, four years on his deal. Yeah, you should want him, but let's let's face it, we saw Carlson struggle for a long, I would almost say struggle, but maybe not produce at the same level he did last year for a while. So I think he made out in spades here. Uh, Montreal kind of snuck in there, man. You know, they they did okay. They picked up a second round pick. They got Petrie back, who neither here nor there. The guy was a killer on their, on their playoff run, so something to be said for that. They got Casey DeSmith, so now they have three backup goalies in their organization with Allen, Montembeau, and DeSmith. Uh, still no fucking number one. But you know, they, they got assets. 
I saw some people saying, oh, there's good. They got rid of the Hoffman contract. They will have one year left anyways. Who fucking gives a shit? But what they did do by getting rid of that is that they still have $5 million left uh, in cap space once they put price on LTIR for the season. Maybe if they, maybe for whatever reason, Montreal catches fucking lightning in a bottle this year, they give themselves room to make an acquisition at the deadline. That's kind of shooting for the stars. We're nowhere close to being near there yet. But uh, yeah, cool. you never fucking know, right? I so like it. It's something there, right? Like it's they they left it there, so they have the room. God forbid if something happens, I hope it doesn't. But if they do go on a run and they're they're battling to get into the end, they can make a move at the deadline with five million to try and acquire something. Um, and then uh, from from the Penguins' point of view, you know Carlson at thirty three years old for ten million dollars. <laughs> With four years left, that's a lot, man. But, you know, Dubas had his eyes set on this guy, and he went and he got it done. So there's credit to that. Pitlick's a player. Hamilick, eh. They got a third-round pick in 2026. But, you know, they got their guy. I just like, because everybody always says you can't get fucking trades done in the NHL. You can't do trades. You can't make it done. Well, you know what? I think we've proven from, you know, tree living with what he did last year with the with the uh, Kachuk deal. You know, even Dubas to an extent with this trade. We're starting to see that mold kind of break, you know. So do I love it for Pittsburgh? I don't love it. But, I mean, they, they got their guy, man. And what do you say you get them to uh, to make playoffs? Minus 205? Yeah, around there. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's not a bad bit. I think I think the Pens should should make playoffs this year. Uh, debating how it goes in goaltending, they got fucking Tristan Jari, and I think they got Nadelkovich too, who kind of struggled last year. But at one point, he was fucking sick. I think like his rookie year with Carolina or some shit like that. So uh, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes here, bro. But I, I don't I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's a lot of money. That's what I will say. And I call that's pot calling the cat or calling the kettle black saying a lot of money for players and shit. But yeah, so I don't know. I think it's I think what Joel said, it's, it's almost a win when you look at it that way for for every team. Everybody kind of made out OK here. Yeah, looking at this at the Sharks roster, they're they're the best odds to uh, have the worst regular season record at plus 280. Ducks four to one, Canadians six to one, Blue Jackets eight to one, Blackhawks eight to one, Flyers nine to one. I, I don't hate the Sharks there. Like, I, I wish it, they were longer, but I feel like that's definitely the worst roster right now. Right? Joel, who do you, who do you have about them? Absolutely. I mean, I bet the over sure. on the Ducks and the under on the Sharks already. So, uh, okay. yeah, definitely. I had the Sharks lay 18 to 1 last year. Unfortunately, they played just well enough to uh, get above that thing. And then, of course, lost a bunch of money on them <laughs> late in the season when they uh, were playing a lot worse than the numbers suggested. But, uh, yeah, yeah, this year for sure. Uh, Sharks would definitely be the worst team in the league for me. All right, yeah. I kind of agree with that, man. You look at them on roster, like, yeah, the Sharks, they're definitely fucking scraping the bottom, which is why this is good, right? Which is why it's 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 good they were able to get rid of Carlson with only retaining 1.5, man. So if they are going to rebuild, they don't have that money on their con or on their cap. Mm-hmm. And we're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite Parlay player props. Football season is right around the corner, and Parlay Play will have all your favorite props. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas. Plus, for our good friends up north, Parlay Play is available in a bunch of provinces in Canada. I know how much you guys love parlays up there. And when you sign up with promo code SGP, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. So head over to parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. 
All right, a little bit of other news coming out of the league here. Nothing too crazy, but we got two things we're going to jump into here. Um, some news came out from the Arizona Coyotes the other day. They were able to sign defenseman Matt Dumba to a one-year $3.9 million contract. Uh, obviously, Matt Dumba was pretty much a lifer with the Minnesota Wild organization. He's still fairly young. I think he's like, what, 28 years old or something around there. Uh, but he's got hard miles on him, though. You know, He's been arguably a top, you know, top two pairing defenseman for pretty much his entire career, I'll say. Um, is he at that extent now, depending on what team? I said, yeah, he can still fit in maybe in a second pairing line here. He's definitely not the number one guy uh, that he used to be when he was a little bit younger. Um, but yeah, this is a good acquisition for the Coyotes here. I was talking to this with a couple of buddies at work here. They brought up a good point. You know, if, if anything, with the one year, $3.9 million, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a possible, you know, trade deadline move here. Maybe Arizona can take the signing, promise him, hey, come play with us for a little bit, play in our shitty fucking university arena. And then uh, if there's any suitors, anybody going for a contender looking for a little bit of defensive depth uh we can flip you up to the, dead, the deadline they can get an asset from it and then uh dumba can maybe go on a run here and try and uh, solidify himself with a good playoff run make some more money next year um uh, there's been a lot of these random signings you've seen guys signing with coyotes you know i did with arizona i didn't think it would be as as many people that you see land in there but it makes sense they got the cap hit they got the cap space and they offer that potential trade deadline uh, moving opportunity so um do i expect him to be a fucking killer here no i don't think anybody does but hey good for dumba getting 3.9 million dollars one year deal boys what are your thoughts here yeah you said it they keep making these like small signings that could pay off with with some, with some draft picks at the deadline they could also be just a, a decent hockey team they were they were fun at times last year they're going to have Logan Cooley. We talked about that before it was official. He's probably going to be their second-line center. Jason Zucker they signed. Kerfoot. But now, you know, their, their, their defense isn't great. Dumba might end up playing top pair of minutes there. But, yeah, this is probably a pretty good fit for Dumba. He probably could have went here or tried to sign a cheaper deal with a contender. Maybe he's thinking, yeah, I'll, I'll play here half a year. If, we, if I get traded, great. If not, uh, I'll go back on the market uh, next summer. But looking at the Coyotes' uh, cap-friendly page, they have so many second round picks. They have three next year, four the following year, and three the following year. So, like, they're in position to, once they can find someone they can build around, you know, maybe they have it with Cooley Gunther. Maybe they have it with uh, with Keller there, too, now. He's he's locked up till 2028. Coyotes could be a good team. It's just a matter of, you know, putting it all together and, you know, making, the, making most of those draft picks next year. But I, I think this is a, a smart signing for them. Getting a guy like Dumba that has that that experience playing big minutes and can, can be that for them. So, yeah, I think this is a, a decent signing. Right. Can, uh, the Coyotes are are uh, getting a few more vets in there. So they're not just going to be quite the joke team that they've been recently. But, yeah, Matt Dumba has been uh, definitely on their decline for the past two years at least. Uh, he's still a fine defensive player, but uh, – his offensive uh, abilities and contributions have dried up completely. So, yeah, he's a physical defensive defenseman. It's not going to do much else for you. Uh, seems a little much, but at only one year, it's not a big deal. It's not like the Coyotes are worrying about cap space. It's more about the actual cash that they have in, in their bank accounts. Um, so that that's the, the only concern as far as the money goes, because, uh, yeah, obviously one year deal will be off the books in a year well before you have to pay uh, and be competitive. So, yeah, Matt Dumba is going to make this team more competitive, but, uh, yeah, he doesn't move the needle much either way for me. All right, you're moving down to our final piece, and fuck me, this is the definition of a goddamn uh, uh, off-season news thing that we're bringing up, and I don't fucking know what it is, but hey, we're going to talk about it anyways. 
some big news, absolute big news coming out of uh, the Anaheim Ducks camp here. For the sounds of it, the Anaheim Ducks were able to ink backup goaltender Alex motherfucking Stalock to a one-year $800,000 contract. That's not league minimum. I hope you know that's above league minimum. Alex Stalock got paid. Uh, I think that is the new league minimum, isn't it? Is that the is 800 the new league minimum? I think oh, that's what it is sure. now. No, it's seven fifty. Seven hundred fifty. So seven fifty. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Maybe so next year then. You got a bonus. You got a fifty k bonus. Good on <laughs> Staylock there. Uh, good on the Ducks for help celebrities to solidify their backup goaltender position. I don't know what other goalies they got. I know they got John Gibson, but we're, I mean, there's a whole rumor thing that he wants out. Who knows if that's true or not? Um, but uh, so yeah, I mean. I've heard Stalock's played well. You know, obviously, he's not a number one. You know, he's not even a 1B or anything like that. But every time we've seen this guy played, you know, he's put up some numbers. I I thought that they fucking, the fans really liked him over there in Anaheim, too, last year or something. So, uh, good on him. He gets to stay home. Why the fuck not, man? Keep playing there, living in fucking California. That's absolutely sick. Probably having a blast just crushing it down by the beach somewhere too for another year and you know getting 800 grand to do it that's not as bad as either uh i don't know boys what the what can you say but realistically what can you say about alexander stalock signing with the arizona or with the uh anaheim ducks well yeah i, I put it on on, on the show sheet because i didn't know we'd spend 20 minutes before we got in talking before we got into any any hockey talk but yeah i mean the, the main point here is he's going to the ducks he is i think insurance for if they trade john gibson they have lucas dostal who who played some last year was decent in the AHL. He's still at 23, so he's still learning the ropes. But if he can be the starter, Stalock can be a decent backup at less than a million, and then they can they can trade Gibson. I think that's uh, that that's uh, that's could be the plan for the Ducks. But who knows? I figured we're talking we're talking about Ducks all summer long. I'll type the Ducks. So why not for this one here? I've been on the record saying that goaltenders don't matter, and if uh, goaltenders don't matter in general, then certainly Alex Stalock <laughs> uh, does not matter. So I've nothing more to add there. But it's actually projected to increase to it's actually seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars now. The, oh, the wow. minimum, so. my, my apologies, my apologies. So it's, it's moving up. It's moving up. Hey, when are we gonna? This is kind of off topic with Staylock in here, but when are we gonna get rid of the whole league minimum or less than a million dollar ELC contract? Should these should some of these stars getting drafted like should they be able no. to make like five mil? No, I not. It's different for the NFL. Mil. I think there should be something like that where, Would you know the, what, you're you're if you're going to tank to get this player, you're going to pay him a f- at least a few million right away. Yeah, like with, with players like, prime like being earlier, five picks. Yeah. with their prime being earlier and earlier than their careers these days, you know, we've seen that for now when people are cashing on these second contracts and stuff. Is it is it really is it really ideal to pay these guys, you know, nine hundred thousand dollars or something out of the LC? I know it's great for the teams, great for the cap, great for the owners and all that. But, you know, do maybe some of these players, are, uh, you know, should, should they deserve more? But then again, there's a double the fans too, keeping these guys around with yeah. the RFA deals, the ELCs. Okay. That's what keeps players around. Just sign the lifetime deals, lifetime oh. contracts before time. Um, That's even worse. Part of it, but part of it too, like for every, yeah, I'm sure we got Connor Bedard breaking in this year. Kids could be an absolute stud. But like, I guess you know, maybe I'm talking myself out of this because you look at the likes of like an Alexi Lafreniere who was so highly fucking touted coming into his draft a few years ago. A guy was supposed to be an absolute fucking stud. Imagine if they were forced to pay him fucking five million dollars in his first year. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe you're right, Joel. Maybe it's maybe it's but all bullshit. That's something baseball does is like the the teams have to like, you know, not negotiate with the player before him, but like they they know the sense of okay, will the player sign for 
their draft slot value where they, where they signed for lower. Will we have to overpay for them if they're a big star? I feel like if they brought that maybe just into like the first, the lottery picks where, you know, you can't just tank and get this guy for 800K for three or four years when he's going to start in the NHL right away to make it so there's some sort of strategy or, or something involved where it's not just luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. You know, like uh, it's... It's a touchy subject, right? Like, how do you make it work for everybody? Because you got to remember, if you're paying these guys early, exactly. it means that there's veterans that you're not paying exactly. later. You know, yeah. so yeah. Uh, how do it'll, it'll a, never happen? But it, it, it's fun to talk about. It's a total 180, though, right? Like with with how everything is now, you know. So. It's different for football, though. I think the football rookies should get more because they're like you can get seven, six rounders in the NFL like in their first year if they they, they perform well in camp. But that never happens in hockey. You got to wait for years and years for these guys to finally show up. But uh, coming out straight out of college, you can, you can get guys who become a capable, at least replacement level NFL players right away. So I think those guys deserve a little bit bigger piece of the pie. But for the NHL, I, I don't have a problem with how it is right now. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of pretty much the only way to do it. And maybe we're just saying that because that's how it's always or not. I shouldn't say always been, but that's how it's been for a while. But it seems like it's probably the best system. Maybe I'm just an asshole, but. All right, boys. That well, much- we're fucking talking about Staylock uh, <laughs> signing an 800k yeah. one-year deal. So uh, at least it's, it's a conversation. Yeah, we're digging the bottom of the barrel here now. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Anything else you want to touch on here before we wrap things up? Nice little quick off-season show or what? We good. Okay, we're good. all right, everybody. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got preseason NFL. We got fucking baseball where guys are just, they might, fuck, they might as well change the diamond. It might as well be an octagon. These guys might as well be playing an octagon now in baseball. That's how many tilts are going on in there. So that's sick. Uh, hockey's, you know, there's things are going to start ramping up here. You're, we're going to blink. Next thing you know, it's going to be preseason. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we got college football coming up in less than three weeks. We got F1. Verstappen's just fucking winning and winning. They should just rename the sport to Verstappen. Uh, what else we got? We got NASCAR doing its thing. We got golf coming up. You know, I don't got any golf picks as of right now. Maybe I'll toss them in tomorrow and I'll throw them in the Discord. Jolie, I'm sure you'll be doing the same. Uh, anyways, uh, you can find all that information on the SGPN website. Be sure to go check that out. Be sure to read the articles. Lots of love goes into the articles, baby. Uh, you can also listen to the other podcasts. Everybody's killing it, man. Legit, there's so much going on. Like, even though it's the off season, there's still like good podcasts coming up from all the sports, from soccer, the hockey, the basketball, the football, the college football, the baseball, everything. So be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Those guys do an awesome job. Um, and chill out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, bro. You know, we love you. We love you. No matter what happens, no matter how mean you are to me, well, I'll always love you. That's okay. I can take it. I'm a big boy. That's all right. Uh, but I, I hope, I'm glad everyone's having a good time. That's all that matters, bro. So, uh, hell yeah. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you can get in there. You can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account. Or you can uh, you can be like Joel and you can just be watching some Toronto tennis tournament. And you know what you'll see in that Toronto tennis tournament? If you're like Joel, you'll see me sitting in the fucking stands holding up a sign that says, this is how you get in the fucking Discord. I'm going to be there. Like, I'm off tomorrow. I might even head down there tomorrow, for Christ's sake. Just yeah. for giggles. I'll hold up a big sign that says, Joel Myers has a big pair of balls on him. And if you see that on the back of that sign, I'll flip it around and it'll tell you how to get in the fucking Discord. So just look out for the Canadian Tennis Toronto fucking tournament for the Joel Myers big ball sign with how you get into the Discord. And that's how you can get into the Discord, baby.
I want to shout out specifically the uh, the NASCAR gambling podcast. I admittedly have not listened to it and unfortunately have not bet anything on it. But they, they've been killing it every single week. So make sure you check out those guys over there. They've been tweeting out their wins. I think they had like a 10 to 1 or something or longer last week. So make sure you check that out. And if you're listening to this offseason show and you have not left us a five-star rating and review, what are you waiting for? Go to sg.pn slash hockey. Or just search for the Hockey Gamer Podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow and auto-download and leave us a five-star rating and review. Hell yeah, man. Uh, all right, guys. My name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Tyler underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me uh, doing normal drafts in fantasy football. So if you're if you're looking for me and I'm a little bit busy, I'm probably just doing a normal time limit band draft. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Murray. You can find me watching real football because the English Premier League kicks off this week after their, what, eight or nine day break from the end of last season. So these guys do not quit. That's why they paid the big bucks. Um, yeah, so hell yeah, let's go Tottenham. Come on, you Spurs. Is that, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite team? What do we know? I don't really have a favorite English team. but uh, not Tottenham? So far as the English go, yeah. Oh, go, go the, German, the German doesn't have a favorite English team. Fucking and you know what? No, you know what? They're, they're actually a Jewish team, historically. So uh, have, have at her. All right, there you go. All right, <laughs> you can't say anything about that, can you? Have no problem. Rep- no problem. Reparations. <laughs> 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 All right, Germany's given a lot of that already. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Versailles. Uh, all right. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.